Hi, welcome back and thanks for joining us here today. I am Jamie and I am a blues disciple. Now please join me to hear some excellent blues music from some of the masters of the blues. Blues Disciples is a 501c3 nonprofit organization and please note that earphones or earbuds do enhance your listening pleasure. First up today we have the wonderful legend and lady Miss Bonnie Raitt. Miss Raitt's unique vocals, genius slide guitar, and incredible soul put her in an artistic category very few individuals ever achieve. Bonnie was born in California in 1949 into a very talented musical family. A major part of Miss Raitt's beauty is the fact that she shares her bright light with others so generously. Miss Raitt has shared the stage and has also literally cared for a number of older first and second generation recorded blues artists before and after their passing. This live recording was made during Ms. Raitt's performances in July of 1995 in Portland and Oakland for her road-tested album. Here's Miss Bonnie Raitt with her great vocals and slide guitar, accompanied by Mr. George Marinelli on guitar, Mr. James Hutchison on bass, Mr. Ricky Fatar on drums, and Miss Deborah Duncan with percussion on the classic Love Me Like a Man. Thank you. 
Fred McDowell, one of the greatest Delta blues men that ever lived. And he used to say, I do not play no rock and roll. When he got to playing, man, that's all the rockin' I'll ever need. Next up, we have early blues legend, singer, songwriter, and slide guitar genius, Mr. Mississippi Fred McDowell, who was actually born in Tennessee in 1906 and passed away in 1972. Mr. George Mitchell and his wife Kathy met Mr. McDowell in 1967 in Mississippi and recorded him along with the unpredictable but genius blues harpist Mr. Johnny Woods. On that evening in late August 1967, Mr. McDowell and Mr. Woods had not seen each other or played together in over eight years. But that evening, this dynamic duo produced a group of remarkable country blues recordings as if they had not missed a day apart in all those eight years. Now we'll hear George Mitchell's August 26, 1967 field recording of Mr. Mississippi Fred McDowell with his acoustic slide guitar, vocals, and direction, along with Mr. Johnny Wood's blues harp on their brilliantly woven Bucka White song titled, Shake Em On Down.
Here's another early Delta blues legend, Mr. Tommy Johnson, who was born in Mississippi in 1896 and passed away in 1956. Mr. Johnson learned guitar at a very early age, and by the time he was 18 years old, he was earning money at local parties and clubs and was first recorded in 1928 when he was 32 years old. Mr. Tommy Johnson influenced a number of future blues artists such as Mr. Robert Nighthawk, Mr. Howlin' Wolf, and Mr. Muddy Waters. Our friend, ethnomusicologist, and producer, Dr. David Evans, did extensive research and wrote an excellent book about Mr. Johnson and his influences in 1971 titled Tommy Johnson. Now, this is a song that Mr. Johnson wrote about desperate alcoholics who would strain and drink the gelled alcohol from cans of Sterno, which is also known as canned heat. Here now is Mr. Tommy Johnson with his August 31st, 1928 recording of Canned Heat Blues. Crying Cried so low till Crying mama so low till Don't kill me 
1965, Dr. David Evans' close friend, Mr. Al Wilson, was inspired to name his new blues folk rock band, Canned Heat, as a tribute to Mr. Tommy Johnson and his music. Now we'll hear from an excellent gentleman and blues legend, Mr. John Primer, who was born in Mississippi in 1945 and is still in his prime as a Chicago blues slide guitar legend, band leader, and vocalist. As a child, little John Primer strung bailing wire between two nails on the side of his house and made himself a diddly bow, which is a one-string guitar. With that diddly bow, he taught himself the basics of guitar picking. After mastering the diddly bow, Mr. Primer would borrow and play his cousin's guitar. It wasn't until after he moved to Chicago at the age of 18 that he got his own guitar. Later, Mr. Primer learned to play slide from blues legends Mr. Sammy Lawhorn and Mr. Muddy Waters. Along the way, Mr. Primer accompanied many of Chicago's greats such as Mr. Junior Wells and Mr. Buddy Guy and was then hired by the great blues bassist, songwriter, producer, and band leader Mr. Willie Dixon to play in the Willie Dixon Band. This led to a performance seen by the mighty Mr. Muddy Waters. Then about six months later, Mr. Waters hired Mr. Primer as his band leader and guitarist for the Muddy Waters Band for the last three and a half years of Muddy's life. Mr. Primer then went on to lead Magic Slim's Teardrop Band for 14 years, during which time they were voted the number one blues band in the world several years running. From all of this, Mr. Primer gained the experience, licks, and capabilities as a true Chicago blues legend. Now from the Bob Cortor and Friends series album titled You Shocked Me, here is the blues legend Mr. John Primer with his vocals and guitar along with Mr. Bob Cortor on blues harp, Mr. Bob Strozier on bass, Mr. Jimmy Primetime Smith on guitar, Mr. Anthony Girassi on piano, and Mr. West Star on drums on Mr. John Primer's own hiding place. One, two, three, four.
and every day As I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, we're going to head out to Phoenix, Arizona on March 31st to catch Mr. Primer, Mr. Bob Corator, and other blues greats, including the legendary Mr. Bob Strozier, Mr. Jimmy Primetime Smith, and blues piano great Mr. Anthony Jirasi at Bob Corator's Rhythm Room. We'll be able to congratulate in person Mr. John Primer, Mr. Bob Corator, Mr. Bob Strozier, and Mr. Anthony Jirasi for being nominated for Blues Foundation Blues Music Awards coming up in May in Memphis. And it'll be a great show at the Rhythm Room on March 31st. Now we have the legendary Chicago blues man and guitarist, Mr. Buddy Guy, who was born in Mississippi in 1936 and has become an absolute icon in Chicago blues. This song is from Mr. Guy's 2003 acoustic album, Blues Singer, which Mr. Guy dedicated to his hero, Mr. John Lee Hooker. On this album, Mr. Guy and his great guitar are accompanied by three other great professionals. Mr. Jimbo Hambone Mathis on slide guitar, Mr. Tony Gagnier on upright bass, and Mr. Jim Keltner on drums. Here is Mr. Buddy Guy with Black Cat Blues. Cross my trail. I had a dream last night. God knows a black cat has crossed my trail. You know, I don't want you to sweep me with no broom. Cause I'm afraid I might go to jail. When my right hand itch People you know I get money for sure You know when my right hand itch People I get money for sure You know when my left eye get to jumping Somebody's just got to go Look here I went home last night I laid down across my bed I woke up this morning, God knows Broken, hungry too I say, whoa 
Lord, this black cat have crossed my dream. You know sometimes I want to be G. What in the world is gonna happen to me? Well, I went down to the cemetery, got down on my bending knees. I asked the good Lord above to take this spell off of me. And I said, whoa, you know a black cat, I've crossed my dream. I begin to wonder, BG, what in the world is gonna happen to me? Our next blues artist is a legendary Mr. Billy Joe Perry, who was born in 1947 in Tula, Mississippi, in the same shack where his slave ancestors had lived. Mr. Perry's first involvement with music was at an early age singing and playing guitar with his mother in their church choir, and his first musical heroes were all in the gospel arena. Mr. Perry worked his way into the highest levels of the gospel genre and then got a big blues break from blues legend Mr. Little Milton Campbell. He adopted his stage name Bill Howlin' Mad Perry and went on to play with many major blues artists such as Mr. Freddie King and Mr. T-Bone Walker and was one of the very first blues artists to perform on the nationally syndicated Soul Train TV show. Mr. Perry also has done a great deal to help guide young musically inclined kids towards a productive path involving the great and beautiful blues music we all love, and he is a wonderful example and mentor to the many students he's taught. Mr. Perry bestowed the moniker Kingfish to his young guitar student, Mr. Christone Ingram, and he tells us about that story on our podcast number 48 interview. Now, from his Reason I Sing the Blues album, here is Mr. Bill Howlin' Mad Perry with I Got the Blues. I got the blues. Lord knows I got the blues. No matter if I didn't choose. Lord knows I got the blues Blues have a way Following you around And if you don't watch yourself The blues will get you down That's alright 
be like that sometime The blues has its own way Like it's got its own mind If my car don't start I don't check to see why I don't mind walking because the price of gas is so high, that's all right. All to walk sometime. See, when you are out there walking, it keeps the blues off your mind. They pretend things are okay Just like you and me They have to work hard every day That's all right Ought to pretend sometime See when you pretend It keeps the blues off your mind the blues I got the blues y'all I got the blues I got the blues that's all right be like that sometimes the blues has its own way like it's got its own mind the blues y'all I got the blues I got the blues I got the blues that's all right be like that sometime the blues has its own way like it's got its own mind Y'all, I got the blues. That's all right. Be like that sometimes. The blues has its own way, like it's got its own mind. I'm gonna say it again. I got the blues. I got the blues. I got the blues, y'all. I got the blues. That's all right. Be like that sometimes. The blues has its own
that's all right Be like that sometime The blues has its own way Like it's got its own mind Now we have blues artist Miss Libby Ray Watson, who was born in 1954 in Mississippi and is still living on the beautiful Gulf Coast. In her early 20s, Libby Ray traveled the back roads of Mississippi looking for key blues legends who she knew were still living and might be able to teach her the country blues as they played them. Libby Ray's travels took her to meet a number of blues legends including her main mentors, Mr. Sam Chapman. Mr. Furry Lewis, Mr. James Son Thomas, and Mr. Big Joe Williams. On our podcast number 78 interview with Miss Watson, she tells us about meeting and learning from these great blues legends. Now hear from Miss Libby Ray Watson's 2020 album, She Shimmy, is this true story she recorded about one of her mentors, Mr. Big Joe Williams. This performance includes Miss Libby Ray Watson with her guitar and vocals, along with her playing partner, Mr. Burt Divert, with his great blues mandolin, and additional vocals from Gary and Carol Vincent of Clarksdale Soundstage Studios in Mississippi. Now here's Miss Libby Ray Watson singing and telling us how she met Big Joe. I want to tell you a true story happened to me back in 1978 a friend of mine and I we drove up to Crawford Mississippi we were looking for the famous blues man Big Joe Williams we pulled in the gas station there we asked the guy we said hey we looking for Big Joe Williams he said oh yeah go up there and take that first left you go down that road a little ways, you'll see a white house down there with a front porch on it. That's where his sister lives. She'll know how to find him. So we took off out of that gas station. We turned on that first road to the left. We commenced down that road a spell. We saw the white house. We went up and knocked on the door. She came to the door, and we said, hey, we looking for Big Joe Williams. She said, well, he's not here. He lives in a little tiny trailer right down the road there. You'll see it out in the field there. We said, great. We're going to find him there? She said, no, he won't be there. You keep going past that trailer a little bit. You'll see a big shade tree with a car parked underneath it. He'll be sitting up in that car. You see, it's a lot cooler there than in this tiny little trailer. So we took off down the road. We passed the trailer there. Went on down. 
saw the big shade tree with a car parked underneath it, sitting in that car as big as life, Big Joe Williams. And this is a true story about what happened that day, back in 1978. the story I want you to know about the very first day I met Big Joe we drove on down to his automobile there he was sitting up behind the wheel well I knew it was him you asked me how'd I know he had a bright red shirt and it said Big Joe and he opened his mouth he sang well baby please don't go I've traveled all around, I've been to France, I've been to Germany, Lord, I've been to your hometown, I've been down in the bottom through those old whistling pines, up and down Highway 49, well, you know, Big Joe Williams, he was a mighty man, he had a big fat fingers on both of his hands, yes, he had nine strings on his guitar, he looked like a giant behind the wheel of that car Well, I knew it was him, you asked me How'd I know he had a bright red shirt And it said, Big Joe And he opened his mouth, he sang Well, baby, please don't go Well, don't you go, yes, he said I wrote that, I've traveled all around I've been to France, I've been to Germany Lord, I've been to your hometown I've been down in the bottom through those old whistling pines Up and down Highway 49 Well, all right Well, there I was, sitting in his car a little white girl in my national steel guitar Joe sang gospel, I played slide Will the circle be unbroken, baby, by and by He said, you know, my mama used to sing that song to me I swear I saw a tear roll down his cheek Yeah, I started playing Amazing Grace He got a twinkle in his eye A smile on his face Well, I knew it was him You asked me, how'd I know He had a bright red shirt And it said, Big Joe And he opened his mouth He sang, oh baby, please don't go Don't you go Well, don't you go, don't you go Yeah, he said, I wrote that I've traveled all around I've been to France, I've been to Germany Boy, I've been to your hometown I've been down in the bottom Through those old whistling pines Up and down Highway 49 Well, that's the story I want you to know About the very first day I met Big Joe And he sang to me Oh, baby, please don't go, go, go.
miss you, Jolie Williams. We sure do. Next, we have another blues legend, Mr. Alec Rice Miller, who was born in Mississippi around 1912 and passed away in 1965. Mr. Miller is best known as Sonny Boy Williamson, too. After years of gigging around the Delta, he got his big break in November 1941, becoming the star of Helena, Arkansas radio station KFFA's King Biscuit Time, a daily blues show which is still broadcasting. Much later, Sonny Boy Williamson, too, was asked to tour with the American Folk Blues Festival European Tour in 1963 and was blown away by the reception and hospitality he and all the other blues artists received from their European audiences. Then in 1964, Mr. Sonny Boy Williamson, too, wrote an emotional song saying he wanted to make his home in London. On the evening of October 9, 1964, for a very appreciative Hamburg-West Germany audience, Mr. Sonny Boy Williamson, too, sang and played his blues harp while the brilliant blues legend Mr. Hubert Sumlin accompanied him on guitar. Here is Mr. Sonny Boy Williamson, too, with his song titled, I'm Trying to Make London My Home. For my citizenship people, I'm going back to London for sure. Because if the good Lord let me live, I'm not going back to the state no more. Baby, be served. 
Sonny Boy Williamson. After that 1964 European tour, Sonny Boy did not make London his new home, but went back to the United States and to Helena, Arkansas, where he had received his first big break, and there he lived out his last six months DJing and performing on KFFA's King Biscuit Time program with his longtime friend and drummer, Mr. James Peck Curtis. On our podcast number 130, our friend, blues discoverer, historian, and producer, Mr. George Mitchell, told us about his meeting Mr. James Peck Curtis and James telling George and his wife Kathy about his finding Sonny Boy dead in his bed in Helena, Arkansas, only six and a half months after that West German performance you just heard. From that podcast 130, Here's Mr. George Mitchell to tell you what happened at the end of their recording session with Mr. Houston Stackhouse, Mr. James Peck Curtis, and Mr. Robert Nighthawk, collectively the Blues Rhythm Boys. I remember at the end of that session, you know, I didn't have a tape recorder with me when Peck was telling us this amazing story about finding Sonny Boy Williams and no longer with us. And uh, I said, thank you, man, kind of telling us uh, an abbreviated version of that story. This is the end of the recording, so we, we wrapped up. And he says, well, why don't I just put it to music? <laughs> you know, so there are all three of them playing with, with Peck, making up the story. and On the fly. On the fly. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Wow. And did a beautiful job at it. Even did some rhyming. Ladies and gentlemen, this is old James Peck Curtis with the life story of Sonny Boy Williams. 
the last night he was with me. I mean, Sonny Boy Williamson used to be on King Biscuit Time on radio station KFFA. The night, the last night, we were sitting down at my home, listening to the Brooklyn Dodgers, I mean, St. Louis Card and Los Angeles Dodgers, Big Rodney. But on that night, when he got ready to leave, he told me, he said, Daddy, yo, I'm going home and put the old man to bed. So I'll see you in the morning early. Which he had been coming around to my house each and every morning, taking breakfast, drinking his coffee. We sit there and talk until, yeah, about broadcasting time. But on May the 25th, which was on a Tuesday, I went round to pick up the program. He had made it then. I hurried to the radio station and checked with the disc jockey. They told me that James, I haven't saw him this morning. This is the word I left with the disc jockey at the radio station, KFFA. I said, I'll go back and check, and which was Bill Wallace. I told him, I said, get out some records just in case if something happened and play them if I don't get back. I walked upstairs to Sonny Boy's room, knocked on the door. Nobody said a thing. Awful said I pushed the door open and there he lay with his hand across his chest Mouth twisted to one side. I shook him. He didn't even smile. I rushed back downstairs to his landlord. As a Caesar Skies Cafe told him about it. Then he told me, he said, the best thing you do, James, is go call the morgue. I called the morgue. And he called the colonel. And the colonel come and investigate the body. Told me that son of a boy had been dead. Uh, hour, six hours and a half. That told him they had to die between 4.30 and 6 o'clock that morning. On the back strength of that, I turned right around, called Ms. Maddie Williamson and Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and told her about the cease of her husband. Sonny Boy, great guy, my great manager, and that's all.
Now, as my childhood blues hero, Mr. Piano Red, used to say as he signed off his daily radio show with, I hate to left you, but I got to win. We'll leave you now with the legendary Staple Singers, formed by Mr. Roebuck Pop Staples, along with his four daughters and son, who started out performing in churches in 1948, and then went on to become the most popular gospel group, and with the friendship and support of Dr. Martin Luther King, the Staple Singers grew to world worldwide acclaim and recognition as the spiritual and musical voices of the civil rights movement. Here now is Mr. Pop Staples with his daughters Miss Cleotha Staples, Miss Mavis Staples, and Miss Yvonne Staples with this 1972 number one Billboard Top 100 and Billboard R&B recording of I'll Take You There. And thank you for listening, my friends. Thank mm-hmm. you. 